Good. Where, where's the smart marks at? They're there. They're talk to them. Good. Can I? Yeah. I would love you to. Can I really? You know how I feel. Can I swear? I'm, I'm, absolutely. Ask your friends over here. All right. Fuck you. The New Jersey Kid, Joe Sheehan. That's the difference between you and I. For me, this is about passion, and for you, this is about fame. And nobody will ever remember you. The Rogue of Wrestling, Michael Newman. Yeah, that works in Hollywood, that works in the movies, but this isn't the movies, this is real life. And in real life, I am the real hero. You're listening to the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast for the third year. This is our anniversary show. Third <gasps> year. That is crazy. We have been doing this for a long-ass time. And Too we're long. <laughs> Oh, don't say that, Joe. <laughs> what do you think? Three years more? Uh, fuck it, let's do five years more. Five, wow, five years more, you hear that, that everybody? Joe likes me that much. He's more than doubling down. It's more than double or nothing. We're even better than All Elite. Oh, yeah, we haven't, uh, talked about, wait, have we? Yeah, uh, oh, they announced a, that. A little bit, yeah. but you know what, there's been some more information and some things like that. If we wanted to, we could talk about, um, what we know, we haven't really talked about the fall of, like, uh, Wrestle Kingdom, because we saw that, like, all the Elite lost, so, you know. Kenny Omega is definitely, at this point, very much a free agent. It seems like he's definitely not staying with New Japan. Yes. Uh, and the question is basically either WWE or All Elite. But a lot of the point uh, signs seem to point towards All Elite. What are your thoughts? Uh, I think he's definitely going to All Elite. I mean, he seems like he's gotten really close to Cody and the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. And really believes in what they're trying to do. So... Mm-hmm. Especially, Again. Actually, this, this might be a coincidence, maybe this will feed into it, but um, did you see that All Elite, I think they put out their slogan, is, is either their company, or is just like another tagline associated with them, is that they are looking to change the universe. Oh. And that was, you know, Cody, or uh, Kenny's whole thing is he wants to like change the world. Mm. So, I could definitely see that, that it's like kind of incorporating that idea, but then also, very much I think that that's a jab Right at WWE with the Universal title, probably. That's that's ballsy. I like it. <laughs> but uh, you know, we should get back to the world of NXT and the world of the Royal Rumble because that's what we're talking about as far as predictions this time. And we got a lot of fucking programming coming into this. Um, a lot of shakeups to the card, kind of last minute. They were interesting. At least you know the big one being kind of Balor being inserted instead of Braun. Mm-hmm. Um, which, what did you think of that whole mess with like Braun sort of <laughs> fucking up his lines that one week, and then just being like out of the title picture the next? Well, the 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 rumor that I've heard, and I'm I'm starting to believe, is that they actually never wanted Braun in that match in the first place. It's like that, basically, mm. they didn't want him losing to Lesnar at that point mm-hmm. and so this what like maybe Finn wasn't always going to be the replacement but they were going to figure out a way out to get Braun out of the match <coughs> well that's a Damn. dirty fucking lie because they had him fucking lose to Finn Balor or at least look like competitive with him he was about to lose so uh, no <laughs> if, if you're worried about him losing to Brock then you can't have him lose to Balor. You know what I mean? I know you can. I think their reasoning is that... Not when he's not the demon. But <coughs> it's the idea of losing against the champion that they eventually want him to beat, I think. But they could do it in a way that, like... All right, because last time in their encounter, uh, Braun Strowman just got hit with, like, a shitload of F5s. I think it was, like, five or six. Mm. And then he finally got pinned, and then it was over. What about this time... Braun's finally, like, you know, fucking up Lesnar, and then Lesnar gets himself disqualified. Like, that's one more step, but it's still not like, you know, he doesn't lose, but he also hasn't won yet. You know, if you want to wait till WrestleMania, like, there's other ways to do it instead of just being like, ah, oh, well, you know, we're just gonna 
take the spot away from him and have him lose to a guy that's half his size. Yeah, I just, I mean, I just don't understand their idea of booking anymore because well, I think they're done with Braun for now. Because apparently the rumor now is Rollins and Lesnar at WrestleMania. That's that's kind of what I'm thinking, and I I think honestly that's probably their best bet at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, because clearly they need somebody to become the champion on Raw, like some and really like Rollins was basically already doing it and doing it very well as the Intercontinental Champion. So I think you know you just you have him get this gigantic win, the one like and this would be a huge huge win for his career. This could be career defining. You know, if, if done right, if mm-hmm. he you know goes on and beats Lesnar at WrestleMania, and then there you go. Now he's the real champ overall. He has the big belt, the big stupid shitty looking belt, <laughs> but it's red. Ugh, I hate that belt so much. <laughs> is it, what is your least favorite belt in WWE? It's definitely the Universal Championship at this point. Is it, is it, is it purely from aesthetics or is it more so from a booking standpoint? Uh, a little bit of both. I say it's pretty much both for me. It's like I, I can't find a thing about that title that I do like. It sucks. Yeah, like I, I liked it when it was on Finn and then Rollins, and then after that, it's kind of been. Blip. Yeah, like that was an interesting storyline. Yeah, of like Finn coming in and getting the title right away, like. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, like, and like I know they're not gonna go with it, which is really sad. But like, it would be really fucking cool if Balor actually got the upset win here and beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And actually, you know, like, what if they what if they did a thing with like Braun, like maybe Braun interferes and like you know fucks up Lesnar so that he can lose, and then you can have like instead of Lesnar hogging out the title picture anymore, he can just go after Braun at WrestleMania and they have a match, but it's not for the title. Yeah, that would be possible. Then you could have a rematch of the very first Universal title match ever. <coughs> have Rollins still win the Royal Rumble. Have him go up against Balor. That could that be cool. That would be, yeah. Anyway, we should get into actual predictions instead of just fantasy booking. Because that's going to get no, me in trouble. No, fantasy, fantasy gonna... booking is just better than everything. I know, it's like... It's so tempting because it's like, you know, WWE is just going to somehow fuck all this up. And it's like they have never before because Reigns is now out of the picture, which like, again, I don't want to celebrate it too much because it's sad that he's sick. But like with him not there, they have so many options. It's like it's forcing them to actually use the talent that they have. Right. Like, if, looking at this card, like, for you, like, who, what kind of people would you want to see, like, here in the main event, now that it's actually kind of open? Like, you've got a lot of options. I, I like Balor up there. I've enjoyed Rollins' run. And now I think it's it's really, honestly, I think it's the time for the women to do it. I think whatever match that Rousey's in, whether it's Charlotte or Becky or both, honestly, I think that's probably going to be the uh, the main event. I, I mean, I think it's definitely going to be a triple threat with Rousey, Becky, and Charlotte. And I think that you have to be able to main event. That would be really interesting. Man, it's like, I remember so many months ago when we were talking about like what shows we were going to go to in this month. And we were buying the tickets for the G1 Supercard. Mm. And you're like, hey, Newman, do you want to go to WrestleMania too? And I was like, no, WrestleMania is going to fucking suck, bro. I don't want to go. And then now it's like, maybe it's not quite going to suck. Or he may still have the tickets. Maybe there's going to be some good shit. (laughs) So, I don't know. There's part of me that's that's reconsidering. Thinking about wanting to maybe try and go to WrestleMania. So, Anyway, you ready for predictions? Sure. Why not? What else do we have to do? (laughs) What else do we have to do? Um, Is there any other news that we may have missed? uh, Actually, uh... I, mean, I guess this may, not, may or may not be bigger, small news, but it's interesting news, at least to me. Did you hear about the whole Eva Lee situation and her contract with Lucha Underground? Yeah, that she's basically being held hostage. Yeah, from what I understand of the situation, uh, it's like you know a lot of these people signed very long, multi-year deals uh, with Lucha Underground, and the idea was that apparently for a lot of these people, they were told that uh, after season four, 
if they were still unhappy in their, with their contract and wanted to get out, then they could. And that Evil East was one of these people who was, you know, in this situation mm-hmm. and was supposed to have been able to get out, you know, confirmed by guys like Joey Ryan and whatnot. And apparently they're just like, nah, like they're not letting her out or something like that. And, yeah. you know, which is like shitty. And it's even shittier too, especially because there's like, you know, no guarantee necessarily of like season five. So it's mm-hmm. not even like we already have something here for you that we're forcing you to stay because you signed this contract. It's like, no, like, we don't know what's going on either, I guess. So that that makes me upset and sad because I love Lucha Underground, but it's like, fuck. That's some shit. Yeah, and especially it's just a weird situation because you have guys like Pentagon and Phoenix and Johnny Mundo and who else? Uh, like all those other people mm-hmm. uh, wrestling for Impact and going elsewhere. Yeah, I, I like... It even makes me think that it's, like, shittier if this is a situation of them being, like, oh, well, Ivelisse is, like, a small enough talent that we can bully her around, so we'll be, like, Yeah, exactly. So it's just me. It's, it just looks worse on them. And right. I, I think you have to, you have to uh, think about, like, the sex of the person, right? That it's this girl mm-hmm. that they're holding back. But I guess, I mean, like, Taya has wrestled for like, impacts. But Taya's married to Mundo, so that's, Mundo, like, so she may have more, yeah. Yeah. So I think he can just be like, hey, you know, you, you get, we get to do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, honestly, kind of in a way, I feel like definitely it's in his case, rightfully so, because, like, his name was definitely the one that was the biggest in that show. Oh, definitely. At least until Ray came along, but. <laughs> then there was Ray Mysterio, but, like, you can't get bigger in Lucha under, or in Lucha than Ray Mysterio, so. That's Understandable. True. But, yeah, like. That that sucks. That really fucking sucks. And I hope that she, you know, is either able to get some work in there, or they are able to let her get out so that she can. Because the other thing that sucks too is it sounds like from her standpoint of not being able to wrestle, that's what's really getting to her too. Yeah, like she was talking about how she's uh, upset that she can't be in the business as it's booming right now. Mm-hmm. So and it it is a boom right now. Like this is when the wrestlers have the most to leverage and things like that because of places like all elite exactly yeah and then even like even a little bit before that came out but then now this is definitely cusp like you're taking advantage of it and making it even more so but like new japan was growing ring of honor was growing yeah but then now like yeah with all Elite popping up i think that's really putting into hyperdrive this new competitive scene that like it's it's starting to blossom to a new level it is booming it's causing everyone to boom. Like, apparently, Ring of Honor is spending money on guys mm-hmm. because they lost so much. Apparently, even Impact. Like, have you? did you hear about Jericho's podcast? He does a whole one where it's just him talking about his signing with AEW. Hmm. Like, the whole story. It's like an hour long. It's crazy. And his cool. conversation... It's con- his conversations with Vince. But then he threw in that even Impact threw him a big money offer. Hmm. And so he's saying like every, no one ever thinks of impact for the big money offers because mm-hmm. they've had so much money problems. He's like, but they have, they do have money backing now. Like Anthem is a pretty rich company. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy, right? And, yeah. And for all the people who would be doubters to say that, like, you know, I don't know because it's like, just because it can't necessarily directly challenge WWE as far as like, you know, obviously raw numbers or anything like that or raw performance, but like the fact that it's just influencing how many people can go to different places and especially the fact that a lot of WWE guys are going to other places or at least considering a lot more going to other places right now. Like there's so much more talk of people jumping ship potentially and that even the people who don't jump ship, you're seeing WWE give them better contracts, better offers, uh, you know, change up their booking a lot in ways to help accommodate these people. Oh yeah, um, that was like, another. How many, how many the... times did Sasha Banks complain about shit and then she just got nothing? But then now she's got a title match against Ronda Rousey. Yeah. How many times did the revival complain about shit before and get nothing? But now they keep getting like title matches on TV and get to what have the uh, fuck the revival hashtag on their ass on TV. Yeah. Uh, you know. How many times has, like, Apollo Crews just, like, never been giving anything ever? But then now, all of a sudden, he's, like, 
coming out and having segments against Bobby Lashley, and then he had the segment a while ago against, um, I think it was like Elias or something, I can't remember. But like, a lot more people, they're being like, you know what, they might fucking leave. Like, I'm not saying that like, they're doing amazing shit all the time. Obviously that's not the case, but they're definitely paying a little more attention than usual. Yeah. And, uh, that was another news item that, um, the, uh, Revival apparently asked for their release and I guess work something out because they're still being featured on TV and they're still there, so. Yeah, and then, like, you know, Andrade was starting to complain. Now he's in a feud with Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Like, like people are getting some shit. Rusev was complaining. Now he's the U.S. champion. Like, and it's all because, like, there was competition before, but not the level of, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, real competition, I guess, or... Well, yeah, I think... Like, well, the level of competition, basically. Right. Well, because before, the other options had a lot more negative downsides that AEW does not. Because, uh, like, Ring of Honor didn't ever have the level of, like, funding and backing that, like, AEW's going to have with, like, the cons and stuff like that. And as far as, like, a bigger TV deal right out of the gate, probably. Mm-hmm. And then with New Japan, you got to go to Japan a lot. So there's that big downside. So, like, as far as your big alternatives, and then, you know, TNA, obviously, is also, you're not going to get as much money, things like that. So when you're going anywhere else, there were way bigger downsides, but All Elite is a really, really good alternative. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of guaranteed money. They're always talking about stuff like health insurance, too, as far as, like, also training you for, like, office jobs, so that then you're not just a fucking wrestler, you're also, like, a writer. You're training yourself to be a much better performer. There's going to be, like, it's like it's it's an incredible package staying within the United States, most likely. For the most part, I just don't maybe go a little outside, but mostly United States. Mm-hmm. You know, a smaller talent pool that's more uh, definitely geared towards it seems like trying to maximize their talent. Um, it's like it's like trying to find the reasons to stay in WWE, honestly. And also, I'm assuming probably a much lighter work schedule. Like that's got to factor into it for people. Hmm. You know, it's it's definitely something that if it continues to go in the direction that it seems like it's going, it could absolutely change the business. Absolutely, yeah. So, fingers crossed. Uh, is there anything else I was gonna? No, I think that's it for news items. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't really think of anything else at the moment. So. Let's jump into some NXT predictions. So, All right. I think I'm going to go ahead and start uh, right at probably the start of the card, which may or may not be on the pre-show. I don't know. Uh, Riddle versus Ono. Oh, I think this has definitely got to be on the main main card. Okay. Riddle's I, their next big guy. Exactly. So that's why he's losing. <coughs> Matt Riddle is picking up another win over Cassius Ono, but, you know, this is the one that's just An- Another on win for Team Bro. Exactly. Another win for Team Bro. This one will just be longer, the bigger conclusion to their fight instead of just the knockout that started their story. And, uh, big ol' joke Cassius Ono can go take a dirt nap. I mean, he's the, just there to put guys over at this point. Exactly. Like, if, if he fucking beat Riddle, it would be like, why the fuck did they do that? Like, why did... <laughs> Like, of all the people, like, if you for some reason had to stall out a feud and be like, alright, we need to keep Riddle away from from the title picture, it's like, why are you making him lose to this clown? Like, Ono is the guy that, like, the way that they were booking Dolph Ziggler for a long time up on the main roster, Mm. that's correctly how you're supposed to be using Cassius Ono in NXT. It's just the guy that you come in, he's big enough and just has enough of a name that beating him means something. But he's also never going to amount to being anything more than he is. So he's perfect for putting guys over. <laughs> so, would you like to defend Mr. Ono? I mean, he he's Cassius Ono, and he's going to knock him out. Uh-oh. I mean, oh no. <laughs> oh no. I mean, I, he could cheat. 
I guess that's, yes. that's a possibility, because he uh, cheated to beat Keith Lee. And it, and it could be a longer-running storyline, so... That could be. Maybe build up, the, like, a cage match where you can't cheat, or cheat yeah. is uh, legal anyway. But I, I'm leaning towards your pick of... I think this is... Matt Riddle gets the win here and moves on to something else. Yeah, exactly. Just give him uh, a bigger stage for people to see him have a longer match than just the knockout. Yeah. Because it wasn't even advertised last time, right? No, Riddle just appeared and then... Yeah, so this is like his first advertised takeover mm-hmm. match. Alright, so what is your pick for the next match? Got uh, all the I'm title going, matches. I'm going to go to <laughs> the opposite of you. I'm going to the ending match, Ooh, which man. is the NXT Championship match, and I'm going with Tommaso Ciampa retaining. Oh, good. Okay. Alright, explain your reasoning. Uh, I, I just think Ciampa has still been on a roll with this title, and I think him holding on to it longer is only going to help. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that, because I, I also agree. Ciampa's been doing great as this like puppet master, greedy little... I, he reminds me a lot of Gollum in the ring. <laughs> Do you get that vibe? Just with a beard. <laughs> well, like the beard and like how tightly he holds it. Like I feel like I could just see him saying, like, my precious. Yeah, just dropping that in a promo one time. Exactly. I, I feel like he probably has. I might I might be forgetting. <laughs> we we just missed it. Like it was just like Yeah. He won't take my precious and then yeah, he, kept he won't talking. take my precious NXT title or something. <laughs> like Yeah, like he's he's been really good. And I love that he's been a good character for the NXT. Like he's been treating it uniquely. Yes. Like I'm gonna remember him as NXT champion. Yeah. Like way more than I'm gonna remember Nakamura as NXT champion. Yes. And, like, Champa has brought up the level of, like, both Aleister Black and Gargano. Yeah, and I th- and he's definitely, like, you know, built in. I think he also, like, helped build up the credibility of guys like Velveteen Dream, too, who were beneath him. Mm, true, yeah. And made him look tougher. So, like, he's he's done a really great job. I think he's been great as champion. Um, but I also think it's time for him to drop it because I think that this could be the actually ultimate way to redeem johnny wrestling so what you do is johnny gargano comes out in this match and he costs Tommaso champa the title allowing alistair black to get the win so that not only has gargano gotten some measure of revenge against champa by costing him the title which was really ultimately his goal he wanted champa to lose the title because he was such a piece of shit in getting it and he redeems himself in allowing Aleister Black to get it back because it was his fault that Aleister Black lost it in the first place. Hmm. So Aleister Black gets the title back in the main event. I could see my, that. That's my prediction. So then to go elsewhere on the card, because I, I didn't want to give... There were one or two other details I, I didn't want to give away because it might give away my predictions for other things, but... Um, I'm going to go next to the uh, the women's title match because I feel very confident in Miss Shayna Baszler mm. to retain. And I, I think that Belair is a great challenger, and I think this is a great time to have her as the challenger. Like, this is a good good story. I love that, you know, there's the undefeated streak versus the fact that, like, well, you may be a stronger, faster, better athlete, but I'm the more trained fighter. And so mm. it's actually a really great matchup for uh, Shayna, I think, because it's you know obviously somebody she has not fought, and uh, but I think it's also the time to kind of have that growth in Belair's character is like how does she deal with a loss? Yeah, because she has been pretty dominant so far. Yeah, but then at the same time, I could also see them using this as like a well, maybe this is like her sending off, like maybe they're going to send her up to NXT or something. Maybe she like debuts in the Women's Royal Rumble. And this is the end for her. Mm. Um, but the other I, thing I, I was think... thinking too was I, I, I still think they were probably always planning for Baszler to retain. But with the whole uh, promo where her and Belair were going back and forth. And then there was the overrated chant where the crowd turned on Belair. I think that absolutely sealed the deal. That They were like, all right, we can't give her the title. Mm. Yeah. But do you think she's got a chance? I think she has a chance because I think she's the next up and coming main eventer of the women's division. Mm-hmm. And 
I think give her a shot. That's that is the other thing I think to really consider is like, do you think that she'd be better served trying to go to the main roster sooner or staying at NXT for like maybe another year or so? Talking about Belair. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Because I feel like she'd be better off in NXT because like there's so many people on the main roster already. Yes, I think she would get used more slash better in NXT. And especially, too, because like, there, there are a couple other women that I think can definitely step up to Baszler. But I feel like Belair is one of those women that like I would actually really love to see her maybe have an NXT title run, actually, at some point. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe maybe she doesn't beat Baszler here. Yeah. And maybe she isn't even the one to dethrone Baszler. But maybe she still does become the NXT champion at some point. Yeah. I mean, I think she's definitely going to have a run with the championship. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a good, especially because like she's been so good and she's had good matches with a lot of different women, even though she's been pretty uh, green. She'd be kind of one of those. I think she'd be great to be somebody down there holding that division for a little bit, testing a lot of the other newer women coming in. But I don't know. I like to see more of her. Uh, all right, which match do you want to go for next? The NXT Tag Team or the North American Title Match? Uh, I'm going to go with the North American title, and I'm going to say, hmm. I'm going to say Johnny Gargano takes it. Yes, do it. Because <laughs> I think DIY is back together as heels, and I think I would love to see them both with <laughs> Champa with the NXT title and Gargano with the North American yeah, that is the thing I'm gambling against because that that definitely could happen, and that could be really fucking amazing. Like, I do kind of want to sit and bask with you for a minute in this as far as fantasy booking. Like, that would be really amazing. Next week on NXT, <coughs> like Champa comes out, he's got the NXT title. Gargano comes out, he's got the North American title. Oh, can you imagine? Yes, like I would love the promos together. Oh, like I, I feel like it'd be kind of a moment of the like, uh, like I told you that I was right all along, and then Gargano's like, "You were right, you were right," and see now I'm the champion too. And then they like reform DIY, and then maybe they're like, "Yo, let's get the tag titles too." Like, let's have all the gold in NXT. That'd be insane. Oh my gosh, but uh, it's it's uh, it's fantasy booking, Joe. It's a dream. It's not uh, going to happen. No, it's reality. It's it's far from it. Uh, let me tell you what's really going to happen is Ricochet is going to retain that North American title. And he's going to do it in stellar fashion. And he's going to do it in such a way that I think he may inspire Johnny Gargano just a little bit to turn back towards the light and show him just how good he could be if he didn't waste his time fucking around cheating. And then that will inspire him later in the night to come out in the main event and cost Champa the title. You see, because he'll have lost trying to, you know, wrestle as a heel and he'll be like, damn it, you know what? Like, this just doesn't work. It's not me. And then that's when he'll realize, as uh, reminded by his wife this week, that that's not him and he needs to resist the temptation. And then he'll banish the demon of Tommaso Champa. And now let me tell you about the last match, which will certainly not be last on the card, but the NXT tag title match between the Undisputed Era and the War Raiders. The Undisputed Era is going to retain. Yeah. And it's going to be because of uh, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish, because they've got nothing else to do on this card, so they've got to do something. Adam Cole, I think, makes an appearance elsewhere. Oh, you think so? On on the next night. Oh, I could see, yeah. I hope, I don't know. I don't want him to come up alone. Oh, he's made an appearance at the Rumble before. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was in last year. Duh. (coughs) I totally fucking forgot about that. 
Um, but yeah, what do you think? Is war? Or do you think the War Raiders are going to take it? No, I don't think so. <laughs> but you're forced to defend the position. Yep. Uh, I guess I'll go with the fact that they are the newest, hottest tag team in NXT. Mm-hmm. And so, why not throw the titles on them? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that injury like derailed their momentum pretty bad. Yeah. I think, honestly, if that hadn't happened, they'd probably already be champions. Either that or maybe they were going to be winning. I don't know. It's hard to say. But this feeds into a theory because I was going to say to you, I think I have plans for what the next uh, takeover is going to be. I think it's going to be like um, the Undisputed Era keep talking about how they're going to be completely covered in gold. Yes. So I think at the next takeover, they're all going to be in title matches. So like, uh, you know, have Undisputed Era defending the tag titles again, obviously. I think Adam Cole is going to be the one defending, or not defending, he's going to be challenging Aleister Black for the NXT title. And then you put Bobby Fish into, I think maybe you do like another uh, North American title, like ladder match. Mm-hmm. So then maybe he's in there with like Ricochet and then with uh, Keith Lee, Bath, Matt Riddle, a couple other guys, maybe Cassius Ono. I think that'd be pretty baller. And then you have a grudge match of uh, Champa and Gargano one more time. Yeah. Cage match or something. Cage ultimate death super submission. One guy leaves <laughs> this down is, in a this casket. This is really the last one. On fire. The very last time. We promise for real this time match. Oh my god, wrestling means a great video. It was like, <laughs> this is the most violent spot ever. And it was these backyard wrestlers who light a table on fire, but takes so long to set up the spot that the fire goes out on the table, and then he still throws the guy on the table, and it doesn't break. <laughs> I, I thought you were actually going to say that, like, the spot took so long that the fire just burned the table. <laughs> just, like, disintegrated in the ashes. <laughs> he goes to throw him through. It's like Thanos flicked his yeah. fingers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man! All right, so that's that's takeover NXT. Yeah. All right, you are gonna be so far behind in points by the time we get to Royal Rumble. I I can be willy nilly with my picks. I can be okay. musical. I can. Uh, well, I can, wait. To my heart's I, I, content for the Royal Rumble. I don't have to have. No, that's not true. I'm gonna pick strategic to the end. I was gonna say it's nine matches that yeah. I can easily overtake that. All right. Uh, let's see. You know what? So I I had the last pick on that. One. Let's let's let you have the first of the uh, Royal Rumble card. Okay, I'm going to go for the one that I feel the most confident about on this card, mm-hmm. and that is Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks. I'm okay. saying Rousey retains. Yeah, that's hard to bet against. I feel like that's yeah, a, that's a pretty solid lock because I I think Rousey's definitely going to that main event of WrestleMania, and I think she's going as champion. Yeah. Um. I think she doesn't come out of WrestleMania as champion, but I think definitely yeah, going in. But it, it's also an interesting question to think about. It's like whether it's going to be like for a title or maybe it's going to be like a champion versus champion type of match. But I feel like That's no matter what, like true. Rousey's going to be the women's champion probably. Um, we also have to consider, though, in all these predictions that I totally forgot about this until I heard it on a podcast today. Mm-hmm. There's two pay-per-views now between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. That's true. I always I always forget about Fastlane. It's mm-hmm. Elimination Chamber and then Fastlane. So. Mm-hmm. That's true. There is Elimination Chamber and Fastlane. So titles can switch around before WrestleMania. And who has the who has the title matches can also switch around. True. And actually, yeah. So yeah, like you know, Rousey <coughs> always drop the title and then get it back again before. Uh, WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That's true. They could always do that. Although I feel like they wouldn't... I don't know if they... I don't think they want to sacrifice her. I don't know. I'm pretty confident Rousey's winning this match, but I'm just trying to think oh, of like yeah. a way that, like, how does Banks win this match? Like, <laughs> what the hell has to happen here? Newsflash, she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she doesn't, but, like, maybe she does. No, she doesn't. I can't even... Like, I can't Who, even, who's, like... Who's got home now? <laughs> Ah, she, she does, does but... she does wins and she does yes uh, alright so let's see what else do I feel extremely confident in I feel pretty damn confident in 
Man, I hate saying this too because it crushes my hopes and dreams. But Lesnar's gonna retain his goddamn title. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he will. Like, he don't give enough of a shit about Balor. Like, I'm gonna lose my goddamn shit if he comes out as the demon and then actually wins this thing. But like, that's his only chance. Is if he there comes is... out as the demon and/or if Braun fucks over Brock. There is a chance he comes out as the demon too. Apparently, like. Someone asked him in an interview, and he's like, oh, but it takes so long to... And I don't know if I could come up with a design. And, so, and he's basically, like, so lackadaisical about it that people are like, yeah, he's probably going to do it. Oh, I hope he does. But, I mean, I hope that he fucking wins, though, then. Like, if, if he's just going to lose, then I hope he actually doesn't come out as the demon. Because, like, yeah, I, I, mean, I want I the think... demon to be protected and just fuck Lesnar, dude. Like just fuck. It. I hate that I'm even. I hope I don't even want to get this point. I just want to win. I hate that I'm doing this. I'm such a heel. Fuck me. <laughs> this is the inner life of a heel, people. Just in case you didn't realize, I don't feel good about the things I do to win and retain this title all the time. <laughs> I'm enjoying your misery. <laughs> Somebody has to. It's my whole purpose in life. Yeah. So, all right. So do you think there is any chance that Balor wins this as not the demon? Uh, yes. Just because I think there is a chance that he wins it. But I'm just not sure if he shows up as the demon or not. Yeah. Man, that would be pretty crazy, though, too. I'm trying. Would he be the second born Irish champion? Because I think Seamus is the only other one, right? Like, for world champions? Yes, because the only other... Oh, no, I guess he, he's already been the champion, so it's... Moot. Yeah. <laughs> but he would be the guy that beat he's, Brock Lesnar, which would be a he's big the ass only, deal. He's the only Irish-born universal champion. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, although it's like, I don't know. is It's still a big deal, right, to beat Brock Lesnar, even though Roman Reigns beat him? Oh, yeah. Because Brock is still booked that way. Yeah. That he is the dominant force and things like that. True. Okay. What's your next match? Okay. Uh, I am going to go with... Because this is going to lead into one of my other picks. I'm going to go with Asuka retaining over Becky. Okay. I actually agree, but uh, yeah, go ahead and explain. Uh, because I think this will lead to Becky entering into the women's Royal Rumble match mm -hmm. and winning it. I definitely also generally agree about that, and that's that's my hope. But there's there is kind of like the sad part of me that thinks, uh, well, sad maybe depending on how they go about it, because I think. It'd be basically smart for them to do that. That would be the plan A. But they could very much still be in love with the idea of Charlotte being the one to fight Rousey at WrestleMania. And so then because of that, they're going to be like, you know what? We're going to put the title back on Becky because we still want her to like you know be important. And then mm -hmm. maybe like her and Asuka could then still be a big feud. And then it's like, oh, well... You know, the two women to have ever beaten Asuka, big deal. And then Asuka's like, I think maybe Asuka would turn heel then. Because, mm. like, she kind of kept her shit the first time that she lost to Charlotte. You know, and she, but like, now it could be like, but she's then like, now it's like, I can't, I can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> I lost the second time, and I lost the title. And then now Asuka turns heel. And then you have heel Asuka versus, you know, babyface uh, Becky Lynch. Mm -hmm. Badass babyface Becky Badass, Lynch. exactly. So, yeah, you know what? Feeding into that, going off the momentum, I gotta give my heart something. Becky's winning that goddamn women's rumble. Becky, you're a bust, baby. I have her down for winning the title and winning the rumble. <laughs> uh, but I really got, like, if she doesn't win the rumble, then it's gotta be Charlotte, I guess. Uh, but, like... Yeah, so since you, you, since you picked Becky, I'm picking Charlotte. Yeah. Although, actually, you know, it would actually be very interesting. I wonder if they're thinking about doing, like, a double finish. Like, both of them fall out of the ring at the same time. 
Yes, uh, a John Cena and Batista finish. Exactly. I could, I could see them doing that. Um, which wasn't planned, which I find yeah. hilarious. <laughs> that is so crazy that that was not planned. But that that's the only way you can pull that spot off. Because, like, they tried to do it planned before with, mm-hmm. I think it was Mr. Perfect and Bret Hart. Yeah. And then it just, like, you could tell, you're, no, he did not fall down at the same <laughs> time. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was off. Oh, my gosh. But, but yeah, like, this would be, because we've already had Charlotte and Ronda Rousey once. Yes. And, like, you could do it again, but, like, it would be much more engaging. And people are so fucking behind Becky Lynch. And they do so get behind. it. Like, it's it's not, they don't not get it in the same way that, like, when Daniel Bryan was getting hot, they're just like, what? People like Daniel Bryan? Like, they have they smartened up They are fully behind their, like, she is the man. Yes, yeah, we get exactly. It. Like, they, they've given her the merchandise, the talk segments. Like, every week on SmackDown, she gets a talk. She's getting main matches. Like, I think they're going to be smart enough to do this. And, you know, you've got one half of this. I'm going to have the other, I guess, hopefully, as far as the points. that Yeah, they're going to be smart enough to have Oscar Bertain. But then Becky gets the... I'd be, I'd be thinking it'd kind of be cool. Even though it would ruin the R-Truth spot of coming in at number 30. What if she beats <laughs> up Carmella and steals her number comes in at number 30? Like, oh, that would be her awesome. arm backstage. That'd be like, amazing. as Carmella's walking to the ring to take her number 30 spot, like... Yep. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. People would go fucking bananas. <laughs> they went <And> banana! <laughs> and then she comes in, fucking wins the damn thing. Ugh. It'd be amazing. Because then, yeah, her okay. versus Rousey, that could make event WrestleMania, and I think people will be very, very pleased, very excited. Oh, yeah. Well, because we, we came so close to getting that match, and then it got taken away. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thanks again, Nia Jax. Yeah, you know, legitimately, but also kind of not legitimately, thank you, Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> Don't... Legitimately, fuck you, but also thank you. Yeah, it's like, legitimately... That was a piece of shit thing that you did, but, like, it had great accidental consequences. Mm-hmm. Don't do it again. Alright, so... Match for you. Next match for me. I'm gonna go with Daniel Bryan retaining over AJ Styles. The Lorax as champion. <laughs> I, I, It's insane how much, like, every time he comes out and cuts a promo, I'm just like, I agree with the heel. <laughs> it's like he's like he doesn't want to destroy the earth he doesn't want to be wasteful he doesn't you drive wanna... an SUV I have a family he doesn't want people to eat garbage he wants them to eat well and be healthy he doesn't want them to waste money on stupid useless shit <coughs> like he threw me into a table of meat disgusting <laughs> he wants people to be educated and not think that the earth is flat I, I don't I don't know how we're supposed to boo against him. I so like, wish that came up during one of their promos of Daniel Bryan calling out AJ Styles for thinking the earth is flat. <laughs> oh my gosh. And there was this really great other bit too of like um you know he was saying it's like, Oh well I take that title away from you, what do you have? And he's like, Oh I don't know, I have a hot wife, a lot of money, and a great collection of cardigans. <laughs> <laughs> What else could a man want? I think it was definitely like an Avenger, uh, the Avengers style line from Iron Man. Yeah. Oh my god. Take away the suit. What do you have? <laughs> and then even oh my gosh, him calling out Vince and the baby boomers. Yeah. That shit was amazing. Oh my gosh. Like you are the biggest parasites on the planet. SNL had a great bit about baby boomers. Oh, that was so good. The game show? Yes. I love that so much. (laughs) Who needs three houses? houses? (laughs) Just sell one, you asshole. (laughs) It's it's crazy, though. Oh, my gosh. Just for being born at the right time. Five-second rant against boomers. Yeah. Fuck you. (laughs) Rant concluded. All right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, talking about this match between Dana Bryan and AJ Styles, I really feel like it could kind of go either way legitimately. Um, Dana Bryan's been great as his character, and I, I do think that probably he's going to retain, just because Styles had the title for so long mm-hmm. that I think they would be like 
wondering who to give him as challengers. But you could have somebody like Andrade challenge for him. You could have Daniel Bryan continue to challenge for him. You could have new guys like Mustafa Ali. Like, you can have some other options, and I think you could also even just do, like I said, just like a straight-up back-and-forth between these guys for a little while longer. I think maybe you've got to develop the feud a little bit more than just that, like, um, AJ Styles <laughs> is a dumb hick and that uh, Daniel Bryan is an arrogant elitist. But maybe you don't. I don't know. I fucking love Daniel Bryan in this role. It's just hard for me to have sympathy for AJ Styles when he's like, I want you all to have just shitty-ass hot dogs and shove this shit down your throat. And throw all your money at this stupid ass merchandise, and it's like, all right, cool, man. Corporate shell. <laughs> Got it. Uh, but yeah, I could definitely see Styles winning this back, and this kind of being a, a back and forth. Because I, mm-hmm. I definitely remember, I feel like a saying that like when Daniel Bryan got the title, I didn't think it was going to be a long title reign. Um, and I could see it very much ending tonight, or not tonight, this weekend. Wow. You're dumb like Asia. You don't even know what day it is. I don't even know what fucking day it is. Is the Earth round? Is there Jesus? What about the gay community? Do they, do they celebrate time in the same way we do? Do they celebrate time? Is there time? I don't know. What is, what is gay time? What What is gay time? <laughs> what the hell are we saying? Uh, Alright. Hmm. This is coming out of the nitty gritty for some... Actually, I don't know. I feel fairly confident got... in a lot of these, to be honest. But which ones do I want to be stuck defending? That's the question. I will go with um, Rollins winning the Men's Royal Rumble. Damn you. I think it's his time. I think uh, with the Shield brother, Roman Reigns fallen, and I think with uh, Finn Balor not being the guy they're going to take the chance on, even though they totally fucking could and I think people would pop big for it it'd be a great actual legitimate fucking surprise and upset win they're gonna hold off to Wrestlemania and they're gonna give it to Seth Rollins and it all starts there with Seth Rollins getting the uh, Royal Rumble win I think he's gonna be like an Iron Man Royal Rumble winner like he's not coming in late he's coming in very early and he's gonna suffer through crazy amounts of hardships and shit cause you know that's just who Seth Rollins is mm. but uh what are your thoughts uh, I am going to go with Drew McIntyre. Mm. Um, I agree with the Seth Rollins that he is the guy and it's the right time for him. He has the crowd behind him mm-hmm. more solidly than he's ever had before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just think Drew is that next up-and-comer. So I think that's what gives him the slight edge to win the Rumble matches. They usually like giving it to that next up-and-coming guy. Well, he is the chosen one, after all, right? Yes, and he's now finally fulfilling that prophecy. Exactly. Very much fulfilling it in a way he never did before. Because actually, you know, um, feeding into some other things, like if Balor won, then McIntyre would actually be a very intriguing, interesting Royal Rumble winner. Mm -hmm. To eventually, if if Balor was going to be champion all the way to WrestleMania. Then if you had McIntyre challenge Balor, that could be a great universal title match at uh, WrestleMania. Definitely. In either capacity, like either if McIntyre whatever or if Balor retained, I think that'd be pretty cool. Pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. So yeah, how how confident are you with McIntyre though? Because I feel like I'm he's. Pretty I think I think McIntyre is actually probably going to be number two. To be honest, like I think he's definitely at least in the final four. Who do you think is going to be the card? Rollins and McIntyre, I could definitely think are going to be in the final four. Mm. But who else? I think you got an Orton in there as the veteran presence. Okay. Yep, I can see that. Um, and maybe throw in like a Rey Mysterio. Hmm. Yeah. That could, yeah. Exactly. Getting like another legend in there. Hmm. Especially if they're trying to set up like maybe a WrestleMania match or something. I'm trying to think of like mm-hmm. who else. Because I'm trying to think of like who the hell is going to be able to get McIntyre out. That's another question I'd be keeping thinking. I think maybe like in, if Dolph Ziggler's still with the company, I think he might come back and uh, call um, McIntyre the match. The announced guys so far, we have R-Truth, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kofi, Xavier, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, Jeff Hardy, Dean Ambrose, Bobby Lashley, Samoa Joe. Cena is announced, but apparently I think that might have changed. 
uh, I think his schedule mm-hmm. may not allow for it. You know, Ambrose might get close to the end. I can see that. Um, Elias, Baron Corbin, Jinder, Apollo, Andrade, Mustafa Ali, Rey Mysterio, Titus O'Neil, and Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, maybe some. I think some. I hope Samoa Joe is the guy that gets like a shitload of eliminations. Yeah, like he breaks the record for the eliminations or something. Yeah, or at least like gets close to it, challenges up for it, something like that. I want him to be the hoss in this match that people are just completely afraid of. And I want to, I want to see Rollins go the distance. Yeah, that'd be fucking baller if he just gets all the way and then he fucking kills Monkey Lesnar at WrestleMania. <sighs> so tired of his stupid ass. I hate him. Anyway. Moving on. Tell, tell us how you really <coughs> feel. <coughs> we got three more matches. Which one are you picking next? Ugh. Let's go with... You know what? I think Miz and Shane McMahon win the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Ooh, okay. Going for uh, Team Daddy issues? Yes. Which I love the cutaway to Vince on SmackDown. <laughs> with Shane laying there and it cuts back to Vince and he just doesn't care. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, they're just... I'm glad that you chose this because I think it means you've not seen through the ruse of the storyline. Or maybe you just think it's coming later. I think it's Uh, coming later. It's coming later, maybe. Um, But I think it could happen now. It could happen as early as the Royal Rumble that uh, Miz turns on Shane McMahon because he wants that best in the world trophy, goddammit. And he's not willing to share it with nobody. And this has all been a ruse the whole time. And he and the bar are going to beat down on Shane McMahon. And it's all just been a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. And, uh, yeah. that I think Miz will go. Because I think Miz, I'm trying to remember, Miz teamed up with the bar a while ago when he was feuding with somebody. Not Daniel Bryan. It was somebody before that. But, um. Yeah, I think it. I think it's time, because it's all been about the trophy from the beginning, which actually like makes this whole storyline with like introducing the trophy and the way that they did it like slightly more clever, mm. but it's still pretty fucking bad with how much they shat on Dolph and then just like gave this thing to like Shane and then all of a sudden now like months later we're making this thing matter. <laughs> And be like, oh, we it matters because Miz cares so much about it, and he's such a fucking weirdo that he can't let that thing go because it was so dumb and let it just be in the past. That That's his precious. To, that now we have to remember the greatest Royal Rumble all the way, or not the way, I was Crown Jewel. We have to remember Crown Jewel all the way up until WrestleMania. Because <laughs> I'm sure that's what this building to, right? Miz versus Shane at WrestleMania? Oh, yeah. For the trophy? Yeah, I guess that's what's going to have to be. It's going to be to determine who's the real best in the world because Miz is two-thirds and Shane is one-third, remember? Oh, right. As as per Miz's logic. (laughs) (coughs) So, yeah, I don't know. That's my thought, but also at the same time, you you could definitely be right because WWE is very much into the idea of taking the bar, having them be tag team champions, but then either at WrestleMania or before WrestleMania season, them just dropping it to somebody who shouldn't have it, like, a.k.a. Braun and a kid, and then now maybe Miz and Shane. So, they could totally lose. I mean, Miz is pretty much a kid, so... I, I mean, he is. But, like, they're both... A, like, alright, if you're in a standard fucking tag team, and you're supposed to be wrestling against two fucking elite-ass athletes like Cesaro and fucking Sheamus... And then you either have to tag team with old man Shane McMahon or pussy ass Miz. Neither of them are a full tag team partner. So who the fuck is carrying who in that tag team? According to storyline, it's Shane, which is crazy. Like, Shane Shane is so strong that he can compensate for how weak Miz is in a match with Sheamus and Cesaro. Well, it's that coast-to-coast move, man. That allows him to beat anybody. <sighs> I don't know what their fascination is with, like, Shane McMahon being, like, a superhuman. 
Can they at least give us, like, an in-lore explanation? Can he have, like, some insanely expensive steroids that he buys and injects himself with? Like, some super soldier serum or some shit? I'm fine with that. I think that would be cool. But then it's like, okay, that's why he's so strong as a weird old man. is because he uses all his money to buy crazy steroid shit. And nobody else can afford it. Cool. Or maybe he steals bronze blood or something, and that's what he injects into himself. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> just give me some reason for it other than just like, well, he's a McMahon. So he's strong, I guess. I don't so know. the explanation you should need. I hate it. Uh, Rusev's going to retain the U.S. title. Uh, Nakamura takes it back. <laughs> I this is uh, I'm honestly kind of surprised this is on the card. Um, I feel like this is just to fill it out. And this feud has been going on way too long. I, it hasn't. They just haven't done anything with it. Just like as per the usual. For this the is US like title the third. This, this is like the third pay per view that they've been on. Has it? Yeah, it's been a while. Wait, all right. They fought at TLC. I'm guessing, right? Yeah, and I'm pretty they... sure they also had a match at Survivor Series. Did they have a match at Survivor Series? Hold on, I'm gonna look this up. No, no, Nakamura fought Rollins at Survivor Series because it was a uh, brand versus brand. Uh right. US. So yeah, only two, only two. But it just feels like it's been so long. Well, it's just because like they this entire year, the U.S. title and Nakamura, they've just been like, yeah, fuck it, we don't care. Because like even it, it was even so. Do you remember like at the beginning of last year when Nakamura won the Royal Rumble, and then they just didn't even do anything to build the story for him and AJ Styles to WrestleMania? Nope. It's just like, that he won the Rumble, and that's all that matters. Like they never did anything to build this guy any storyline the entire fucking year. Like, if Nakamura cares about anything other than just getting the paycheck, then he's definitely going to leave when his contract's up. Because they have used him for absolute shit on the main roster. Like, it's embarrassing. Like, it's it's fucking ridiculous, but whatever. Last match, uh, cruiserweight title match. Buddy Murphy retains. I th- you're probably right. <laughs> well, just because it's like, I don't think they care. And I think they're just kind of throwing this together. But um, I feel like if it's not Buddy Murphy, then I think maybe they could do a surprise title switch to a Tommy. Uh, he's the only guy in this match who's not had the title before. Um, and I feel like they're giving him a, a lot more attention very quickly lately. Like, Tazawa's kind of just getting a little bit of attention because it's sort of like the extension of the feud with Drew Gulak right now. And I think he's more of a priority, which actually I'm surprised. I wanted him to be in this match. And I wanted him to get the title, but unfortunately he's not in it. Um, but Atami, I think, will he's be really... He's busy uh, building a PowerPoint for it. Yeah. And with and with the little bit with um, that Daniel Bryan recently did where he was talking about his history with Atami, I think that could be kind of interesting to explore. Maybe if they give a little run here to Atami as the Cruiserweight Champion, either he could show up on SmackDown as Champion or maybe come over after being a champion I don't know I think if they don't at least try to put some sort of title on Hideo Itami at some point then I don't know why they bothered signing him that's like, a fair point like you know he, he was a pretty big name that came in like along the lines of like Sami Zayn's and Kevin Owens Finn Balor all of them like he was heralded at the same time and leveled as those guys and all of them even though they have not necessarily all been given great amounts of things They've all been given more than Hideo Itami. And granted, yeah. he's been injured for a long-ass time. That's part of it, but still. But he's been back on a consistent basis now. Yeah, and I think that Buddy Murphy has benefited from being the champion, and I think that he could maybe even become champion again someday. Um, but I don't think that he would be completely hurt, if he, especially if he didn't take the pin. Like, if Itami pinned, like, Tozawa or Kalisto mm-hmm. to take it, I think that would be fine. I, th- I don't know. That might even be better. You could even actually go a little bit of a different direction and see if you've got something more with Buddy Murphy because I think the biggest weakness for him right now is that like when he got the title, the biggest problem is that, like, what is his character? Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's definitely proven himself as much 
more of like an engaging in-ring guy to watch. But like, his character's been very thin. So maybe if he then all of a sudden loses the title, then like, alright, well then, when he's trying to come back after the title, is he like a total maniacal heel? Or is he all of a sudden maybe like a little bit more of a babyface and just trying to be the guy who's just trying to get his title back? Yeah, maybe. Uh, just to give him something. Because mm-hmm. 205 Live keeps on going through these roller coasters where it's like, yeah, we care about the characters. No, <laughs> we don't. Like, Yeah, man, that show has been a, a very weird track record. Of just, Yeah, like you said, sometimes they give a shit and then most of the times they don't. But uh, it's, it is weird, though, because it's like when you actually pay attention to it, it's as far like a from week to week product. It generally makes a lot more sense than Raw or SmackDown. Or at least more than Raw. <laughs> SmackDown is about maybe on par. I don't know. But I don't know. I'd also have to say... It to depends extent, on the week. Sometimes, yeah. Like, Raw, every once in a while, has been getting a little bit better. I think. But, I don't know. But then there's, like, giant fucking plot holes. Like, why the fuck does Baron Corbin still dress as if he's, like, the GM, even though he's been fired for weeks? Like... Now he just dresses like that because he chooses to, like a fucking idiot. Instead of, like, he had to do it because it was his job. Dress for the job you want. Yeah, okay. <laughs> point point taken. <laughs> Guess this is All why right. I'm just always dressed like a fucking bum. <laughs> Man, all right, we got some predictions done. Damn. Yes. The title is on the line through the weekend of NXT Phoenix and Royal Rumble together. Just as a quick recap, as far as like our predictions for NXT Phoenix, Riddle versus Ono. I predict Matt Riddle, you predict Cassius Ono. For the NXT right. Tag Team title match, I am predicting the Undisputed Era retains, you predict title change to War Raiders. For the NXT Women's title match, I'm predicting a retention for Shayna Baszler, and you're predicting a title change to Bianca Belair. For the North American title match, I'm predicting yet again retention for Ricochet. You're predicting title change to Johnny Gargano. And then in the uh, main event, NXT title match, you're predicting the retention of Ciampa, and I am predicting title change Aleister Black. Royal Rumble, we've got the Cruiserweight title match. You're predicting uh, retention for Buddy Murphy. I'm predicting title change to Hideo Itami. U.S. title match, I'm sticking with Rusev, and you're going with Nakamura. The Raw Women's Championship, uh, you are taking Rousey. I'm going with Sasha Banks. SmackDown Women's Championship, you are picking Asuka to retain. I'm picking Becky Lynch to win it. SmackDown Tag Team match, uh, I am going with The Bar to retain. And turn on Shane McMahon, and you are sticking or going with uh, Team Daddy issues to upset the bar and win the tag titles. WWE title match, you are sticking with Daniel Bryan as to retain, and I am going with uh, Styles regaining his title. Universal title match, I'm going with Lesnar retaining, and you are going with the upset win for Finn Balor. Then the Rumble matches, Women's Rumble, you're picking Charlotte, I've got Becky, Men's Rumble. You've got Drew McIntyre, and I've got Seth Rollins. Yeah, sounds like I'm winning. <laughs> you wish. But uh, as per usual, everybody's dreams will be crushed, including your own, when I retain this title. And the longest reign of the greatest heel champion shall continue. Yeah, that's what you think. <laughs> It's what I know. It's the truth. I'm the one writing the history books. <laughs> I record the numbers. You're the one that's actually writing books, though, so... It's true. I'm controlling the media and the thoughts and every. Alright, I'll just get off this high horse. Alright. <laughs> Those are our predictions. Get ready for the Royal Rumble and NXT TakeOver this weekend. I can guarantee you probably people that at least TakeOver will be fucking amazing. Royal Rumble will probably at least still be cool. It's always a fun gimmick. And uh, we'll see who's it's the champion when it comes out of all this. Yeah, Me. 
Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of what the next thing is going to be. I'm trying to think if there's a New Japan. Because there's the New Beginnings Tour, but that's not like a single show before Elimination Chamber. So it might be Elimination Chamber? It might be. Um, there's also, they're showing that Worlds Collide tournament. Oh yeah, that was a kind of cool concept. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I'm trying. It's it's five people from NXT, five people from NXT UK, and five people from Two Hundred Five Live, and they're yes. competing for just like whoever wins gets a title match on like the show of their choosing. I believe so. That is pretty cool. I really like that. Um, I'm trying to remember out of the names that I saw in there. I feel like the one I'd be most excited to see win maybe it'd be a guy like Adam Cole or maybe a guy like Velveteen Dream I don't know there's a lot of exciting names in there actually Tyler Bate that'd be cool what if Tyler Bate all of a sudden jumped ship somewhere <laughs> that would be cool man there's a lot of exciting prospects on those rosters especially with like the UK title like I can't wait until like I mean he's been doing such a great title job with the title but like once Pete Dunn is done with that thing and all of a sudden, maybe he can come over to the main roster. And if they don't fuck him up, that'd be great. Oh, I can't wait to see what they do with him. Because like, he's just got Superstar written all over him. Especially like with how much Daniel Bryan has like, been transitioning his uh, style and whatnot, too. Can you imagine like all of a sudden Pete Dunne comes in and has a title match here with Daniel Bryan? Has a match with AJ Styles. Ugh. Nakamura. <gasps> oh my god I just had to stop thinking about it alright see y'all next time people in the future where there will be many more Pete Dunn matches to salivate over alright see y'all next time peace